Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball, a recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past seven days in the NBA. I am your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. What up, guys? What up, Mowgli? How you doing? Whose house? Rams house, that's it. You're right, bro. We won the Super Bowl like we talked about. <laughs> Woo! Went to the Super Bowl parade. That was a really cool experience. Hopefully, fingers crossed, the Lakers took note, and we can do something like that in June. Uh... It's a little wishful thinking, but yes, All-Star Weekend is upon us, so let's just get into it, Malv. Let's do it. Last week, we had the trade recap. We had James Harden to Philadelphia and Ben Simmons to Brooklyn. They had just had their introductory press conferences. I wanted to get your take on what you thought about that whole experience. Like, uh, the narrative part of the NBA is always a little bit more interesting to me, you know, because we finally get a little bit into each player's head, you know, instead of watching them play and, like, I learned a lot from both Harden and, and Ben Simmons, and I feel like it was a lot what we were talking about, like the audience, what we already know about why Harden chose to go. You know, he That was, was his first choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? What a little cop, yeah. I felt that was a cop, but like I really uh, – mine was uh, – he, he was saying that uh, a lot of uh, – you know, all of our minds have to be in the same place. You know, I feel a lot of people, like places weren't aligned. <clears throat> Kyrie <laughs> and, and I guess Katie too right like because he's the captain and he's Katie's dog he's like yo Katie got a pass I mean you know Kyrie gets a pass from Katie like you know that didn't really sit well with it and then everybody was analyzing more of the last games with Harden and I know he, they tried to bring that in the press conference like really like was it really a disruption between you three like you guys couldn't you know really connect even though you guys were supposed to be like the greatest, biggest three ever. I saw this funny meme, though. It said that Kyrie is now planning on getting vaccinated. The whole reason why he didn't is because he couldn't stand James Harden. That'd be funny. Now, this is a story all about how I didn't like Brooklyn. I got the fuck out. James Harden, bro. Well, I was just going to go on to the Ben Simmons, which is the one I found a lot more interesting. Because James Harden, I just like, because I like James Harden personally as an NBA player. Like, I kind of get his style. I get what he's doing. For me, he's always been like a Carmelo 2.0, but I always felt like he could pass that. And I feel like being here at the 76ers, it, if that really is his first choice, then we probably see him in the fucking finals. Malv, we talked about Hakeem Olajuwon Clyde Drexler 2.0 in Philadelphia. Let's see if we spoke it into existence, yeah? Let's see if it happens. But uh, let's go to the Ben Simmons one. That one was a little bit more of my favorite. Because you could see, like, all the media guys and the reporters, like, tiptoeing about the concepts we were talking about, like, in the prior episode of, like, all right, Ben Simmons, you say it's because of mental health all this is happening. You're leaving the 76ers, but you're still choosing to go to another big market team that you're going to get scrutinized. So that's what I loved about, like, a lot of the reporters trying to bring up, you know. But Ben Simmons, he said, like, that is not going to be a problem right now you know he's gonna work through it you know he's gonna get into it he's actually been in the gym doing free throws shooting so who, who, who what are we gonna see i'm excited for that too yes i do think simmons was able to handle the questions a bit better but uh on the court productivity i think brooklyn is gonna get better defensively um i still am not sure 
what the late game situation is going to be, like who's going to be the primary ball handler in the fourth quarter. You know, it might be you, Kevin Durant. Come on, is it? Uh, but if James, but if Ben Simmons is going to be that dude, like they're going to foul him. Is he going to make those free throws? Uh, it's exciting. It's exciting. I think both teams win. Um, it's really cool. Definitely, they do. Yeah. I think that we talked about that. Like we like the trade because this is seems like one of the more even trades. The teams got what they needed. What the the pass trio they didn't have was defense. If you're defense and you have these two offensive killers, like you shouldn't even be in those situations in the last three minutes of the game, you know? Both James Harden and Ben Simmons have yet to make their debuts for their respective teams. Circle this date, March 10th, 4.30 Pacific time. Brooklyn Nets versus Philadelphia 76ers. Man, that game's going to be good. Well, that's what even Ben Simmons was saying he was hoping to play. And no lie, while I was watching, I was being a cynical butthole. And I was like, you don't want to play full. I want him to. We want him to. We want him to. But, like, I'm telling you, he said it with, like you said, his composure and confidence. Like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm ready for that game. It's like, shut shut up. You weren't even ready for the game. Hey, Sharita, want a cigarette? Shout out to Donnie Darko. Hey, Ben Simmons, want to play? Shut up. But yeah, you know, I'm ready for it. That's definitely going to be our game of the week for sure, just because of the massive narratives. And like, I hope both play. But who do you got first? Who do you? It's going to be Harden, right? He's going to suit up first. You think they're going to bring Ben Simmons up quick? I think both players are going to play that game, but I still think Philadelphia is going to win. KD is still out with his uh, his injury, so I just think yeah, that's why. Okay, well that was the big trade that happened. We got a couple smaller ones. Kristaps Porzingis now in Washington. Washington got better. I don't know if Dallas did. I feel like uh, Spencer Dimwitty and Tim Hardaway Jr. are kind of the same. Cleveland, they get Karis LeVert. And guess what? They get another all-star too now. Which leads us kind of into our next topic of discussion. All-star weekend. It's right here. James Harden is not going to be playing the all-star game. We mentioned he's going to be out until after. So Jared Allen has now stepped in. Great for him. He deserved it over Darius Garland, but... I know you're happy you wanted it. That's what you were wanting for the whole, you were calling it. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. That's only one of the players. We still have All-Star Friday, All-Star Saturday, All-Star Sunday. Mal, go ahead and break it down for us. All right, guys. So it starts on All-Star Friday. So on Friday, we begin with the Ruffles NBA All-Star Celebrity Game. And after that, later in the night, we're going into the Clorox Rising Stars. But let's stay with the NBA Celebrity Game. My money's so, on Quavo. Quavo, Quavo, Quavo all day. Quavo. Yeah, I guess he's a pretty decent baller. Jack Harlow, he's another one, right? I thought you were going to be a Machine Gun Kelly fan. He's pretty tall. Yeah, actually, I could see him putting in work, maybe as a power forward or a center. What is he like six four? He has like a Kevin Garnett type of frame, long and thin. Maybe a good defender. As far as the Rising Stars tournament, that's like the rookie sophomore showcase: Lamelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, Cade Cunningham, Jonathan Kaminga from the Warriors, right? So, yeah, I'm excited for that. Saturday, what we got? All right, Saturday, starting at 2 p.m. Eastern, is the NBA and the HBCU Classic. So I think that's a new presentation they're doing. It looks like it's two historically black colleges playing against each other. So that's going to be right before the State Farm All-Star Saturday night that we're all used to. You know, they got the Taco Bell Skills Challenge. That's going to be the first event of the night. Then we're going to do the Mountain Dew three-point contest. And I think that's, that's where the I'm, best. That's, yes, that's, it that's, is. That's, that's the highlight of the night. And then it ends all the way. I know you guys are fans. You guys have heard us talk about this. It's going to go to the classic AT&T Slam Dunk Challenge. 
and hopefully they spruce it up there. Let but let's start let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the Taco Bell Skills Challenge. I'm going Team Antetokounmpo. Yeah, you. <laughs> That's who I'm going for. Well, let it know, let everybody That's know there's three sick. teams. Yo. Yeah, they're they're changing three teams. So there's a team rookie, and that consists of Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, and Josh Giddy. Uh, team Cavs, obviously the Cavs that are in. So we have Jared Allen. Darius Garland and Evan Mobley. Side quest. We've got ourselves a side quest. Shout out to Evan Mobley. I totally forgot. He is a USC Trojan. So go ahead, put in work. I'm rooting for you. Fight on. And then you already know, you said it earlier, and I'm going to ruin it, but team Antetokounmpo's. Yes, the Antetokounmpo <laughs> bros. I love that. Giannis. Uh, that that's going to be dope. Yeah. Like, I think that that's like one of the first things um, other than the Currys that I feel, or maybe the, the Berries as well. The Gasols. No, no. They well, they do There's, have another brother, but yeah. I don't think NBA status, you know, or the like balls. The, <laughs> it's another get one, out of here. Yeah, right? But I, I, I free think, Leangelo, <laughs> free Jello. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be sick. That's gonna be sick. I'm I, excited for that. Team yeah. Antetokounmpo. That's my choice. Oh, I don't want to be on your bandwagon, but uh, I'm gonna go with the rooks. I think the team, the rookies have no like, love for Cleveland. Never. <laughs> Jared <laughs> Allen and Darius Garland, they're going to be busy. They're going to be busy if they're working Friday, Saturday, and uh, Sunday. Well, they got the energy now, so they better use it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Uh, Three-point contest. That's the next one. 5 p.m. Pacific time. All of this is going to be on TNT, by the way. TNT streaming, all that stuff. Uh, that, that's just a free plug right there, TNT. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Van Vliet, Desmond Bain, Luke Kennard, Zach Levine, CJ McCollum. He just got traded to the Pelicans. Patty Mills, Carl Anthony Towns, and Trey Young. The smart money would be on Trey Young, but oh. I have a feeling. I have a feeling Zach Levine might go ahead and sneak. You think so? Yes, yes. I think I, my money's on Levine. He's, he's he's a dark horse. He's a sleeper. Yeah, I mean, you just put. I put. I, I was going to say Trey Young. That's who I was going for. That's not a wrong bet, though. I like that. That's not bad. That's no. not. Well, you know, I don't want to have. You don't every, want Carl Anthony Towns? Never. Never. If that if Carl Anthony Towns wins. He's I'm shaving my head. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Malv will shave his head. We got it. We Man, got the. You better not win. <laughs> and then the final thing on Saturday night: the dunk contest. We got the New York Knicks forward Obi Toppin. We got the Rockets Jalen Green, Cole Anthony from the Orlando Magic, and then the Warriors Juan Toscano Anderson. This is Obi Toppin's second time participating in the dunk contest. The first one was a little shaky. Maybe he's kind of like figured it out now. I'm going topping for that one. I'm probably not even going to watch the slam dunk. <laughs> I'm telling I, you know, I'm telling you guys the truth. I'm, that's how disappointed I've been with. Like, to be honest, like the three point challenge is king. Now that should be the last of the night. The slam dunk contest. No offense. Sprite should be on the bottom. AT&T. Oh, AT&T. <laughs> it's not, uh, see, so many sponsor changes. Right. <laughs> I thought it was Mountain Dew or Kia at one point. It was. It's all, it's been, all of the oh above, Mouth. It's all of the oh above. Oh, my God. All right, all right. And then you got Sunday, which is the actual game itself. Who you got? I told you. I like Team Durant. Team LeBron. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Nice, all right. nice. Uh, I don't know if you LeBron's really going to shave your really head gonna... if you're going to lose I'll, I'll shave my <laughs> <laughs> Can we say that? Yeah. All right, then. I want proof. You better bring him in. Moving on to other NBA news. Hey, it's Michael Jordan's birthday. Happy he turns 59, 6-0 in the finals. Let's list our top three moments, yeah? You want to go first? I'll go first. One more thing. Do you remember watching Michael Jordan play? 
to be honest, I only remember watching him on the Washington Wizards. <laughs> that was like my real introduction of Michael. G- Michael, I was going to say Michael Jackson basketball. <laughs> see, see how bad I am right see? now. <laughs> Wrong MJ, but still iconic. Oh. Yeah, I, I I don't remember him too much either. Uh, Space Jam was probably the main influence for me. That is my number one. Spoiler alert. Dang. <laughs> Go That's ahead, on though. my list too, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This was supposed to be yours. Uh, well, one of my uh, MJ moments, and like especially now rewatching it in The Last Dance, it had to be the Dream Team and him going up against Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, essentially saying like, hey, I'm the big dog now. So, like, that's my number one for MJ moments just because we all know, like, the famous flu game. We know the Cleveland shot. We know all these, you know. But for me, especially, like, we're stealing from what Kobe stole from uh, Michael Jordan. It's like the Hey, it's called sampling. (laughs) But it's, like, the mentality, right? And then, like, the personality. And I feel like what I chose, for me, it showed, like, that's who he is as a person, player, dominant. You know, it's like. On the dream team, he's like, I'm the leader of this too, you know? Like, I'm one of the big hench honchos. And so, for me, my second one is the him going against Kobe in the 2003 All-Star game. And that was just, like, pure fun, you know? For me, passing of the torch, you know? Like, just Kobe, what would I just talk about? He emulated his whole game after Michael, you know? And, again, he pinpointed on one thing that he loved was, like, the work ethic, you know, the determination, the mentality that you have to have, you know, because it has to be hard to play 82 games straight, you know, like they used to, like, you know, these fools wanted to play 82. And not only that, they wanted to win each 82 and like, no offense to a lot of these players now, but I don't even feel that from a lot of players. Like I feel they're, they're kind of down for playing the, the playoffs if they get in, you know? Yeah, definitely. Malv. I don't think 82 games means as much as it did back then. But it's still really cool. Your final one. My final one. And to close it off, I'm not going to lie. It was Space Jam. That is my one. That, that was my honest. Yeah. I'm not going to be honest to everybody. That was my first introduction to like who Michael Jordan really was. That that Not even DVD. That VHS. Right. The intro. Like, everybody <laughs> get up. Even Zach Levine in the dunk contest. Remember, uh, he emulated he, that. The Toon Squad. Squad. It's like such a major impact on, on us kids because we were, we were really young watching that in the theaters. Uh, yeah, that's my number one. My number two. The MJ shrug, that's mm. six threes in the first half against the Blazers. That was the 92 finals, and that's just so iconic, the shrug. Uh, and my number one, or number three, I don't know, uh, the commercials. The commercials oh, yeah, were the really, really good. Him and Spike Lee? Yes, the band Nike shoes one. There's one where he's like one. the failure one. It's like I have, I have failed over and over in my life, and that's why I succeed. Uh, you know, you have Michael, age 23 versus age 39. That was just, he was the first of its kind, bro. Like, come on. Even I had Jordans as a kid. Me too. Like, yes, like, <laughs> like, literally baby shoes. I was yes, cleaning I the garage. And my, yeah, yeah. Dang, uh, MJ. Uh, Happy birthday, MJ. All right, let's just get to other NBA news real quick. We mentioned James Harden in the Philadelphia 76ers. Did you see his outfit <laughs> when he was ringing the bell his first game in Philly? It looked good to me, bro. What are you talking about? Why are you hating? Well, anyways. Why being a Chuck, a chuck right now? <laughs> anyways, after that game, the uh, Philadelphia 76ers proceed to get destroyed by the Boston Celtics, 135-87. to 87. What was that, a 50-point beatdown? That's why he said he's going to get traded again. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he wanted to be. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Uh, that wasn't his real, uh, his real first choice. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, in Brooklyn, after 11 straight losses, they go ahead and beat the Knicks without Kyrie, without Kevin Durant, without Ben Simmons. Uh, not, not good for New York. Not good for New York. Uh, Tyreek Evans? Not bad, yeah. Uh, Tyreek Evans, man, he's... Finally back 
being able to play in the NBA. He last played for the Pacers, and uh, he had a two-year drug ban. You know, like, and the last player to have done this and come back was, I know you remember this, Chris Birdman Anderson. You know, and um, by the All-Star game, he'll be able to, to fucking be able to sign up with a team. I think that's great. You know, like, we learned a lot more now. You know, certain drugs are lenient. From what I, I remember in reading, it wasn't, I think it was just marijuana. You know, so times have changed. Culture has changed. Hopefully, he's kept his body up. Because you know he's probably going to want to come back in here and just play a few rounds. He definitely could help some title contenders. I think this is his kind of final push to uh, in his career. Definitely. Don't, don't forget he was Rookie of the Year, 09. Uh, he did really good at the Kings, but ever since then, you know, a little bit of inconsistency. Maybe he's humbled himself, and he can help the Lakers. <laughs> All right, well, that's enough of that. Let's do the injured list. <laughs> Welcome to the injured list, where we recap recent player injuries as well as players returning from injuries. Bradley Beal, he will be out for the rest of the season. Surgery on his wrist. Norman Powell, who was recently acquired by the Clippers, fractured his left foot out indefinitely. Tough break for them. Speaking of Clippers and injuries, Paul George, he could potentially return from his UCL injury mid-March. But the main injury mouth of the week is Anthony Davis. He rolled his ankle pretty bad going for a rebound in the second quarter. Uh, He was putting in work in that game. He did not return. Thankfully, the x-rays are negative. No break, no fracture, but he is expected to miss at least two weeks. Thoughts? Just anger. Just horrible luck. Yeah. It could have been worse, man. It could have been worse. But it's still bad, especially when we got like 20 games left in the season. And like you want to get your like momentum together. You want to get, you want to be in rhythm with your teammates. And now like the whole year... One person's been out and the other one, you know, it's it's going back and forth again. I think it's just the wrong time. Hopefully it heals better this time. But, like, I'm with those memes right now. Mr. Glass, you know, it's scary. It's scary to have a Mr. Glass on your team, you know? Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. I think this will allow Russell Westbrook to kind of thrive a little bit more uh, in his role because he played great yesterday. We'll, well get that's in- what they should do. Yes. We'll get into the Pacific Division talk. Actually, let's do it now. Okay, let's go. Pacific Division talk. Who do you think the best team in the Pacific Division is? I'm just, uh, you know, I'm I'm all about analytics. And I just got to say Phoenix Suns. Wow. <laughs> no, but truly, though, like, they've been solid. They've been on top. They could essentially, depending on how they want to do it, not essentially coast, but they have a really good – ways to just rest it and just, you know, win half your games. Win half your games. And I think they're going to be able to do that. We're mentioning Phoenix. Uh, Chris Paul seemed to injure his hand late in that game against the Rockets. Uh, He was also ejected for making contact with an official. Thoughts on both of those? Uh, First, on the call, on the the actual foul, to me it looked like nothing. It didn't look like... like nothing. It just looked like a, a a tap. It looked like an unintentional like bump, right? Yeah, it it, it didn't look like anything. And so I guess it was though cuz you just said that he's on the injured list now. So I guess it was something. So it must have been one of those like just freak hits where you you just get hit in the right place and it just puts everything out of whack or puts something out of whack, you know? The way he was holding on to his hand reminded me of his injury he sustained in the playoffs versus Memphis. 
This is when Chris Paul was a clipper, and something happened to his, his hand or his wrist back the then. same way. Yeah, uh, but the injuries, that's like a story with Chris Paul's career as well, dude. Especially at the wrong time. Yeah, well, silver, <laughs> silver lining, this is the all-star break, so he does have time to recover, as does AD and everyone. Um, Hopefully they do instead of partying. Right, but, but Phoenix, they're not going to be a serious contender if CP3 can't play. True, we saw it last year. Yes. And to go back on him with the ref, like, to me, again, it just felt like, uh, dog, you should have, like, not you know, bumped into the ref. He has history but of that. That's, But at the same time, it's like, ref, you don't have to be such a butthole. You know, again, we've heard, like you said, he has history. He chirps a lot, you know? So we don't exactly know what he was chirping at the ref beforehand and then accidentally bump into him. You know how it is. You know, you say something little and be like, hey, remember, and you just, you know, you check him a little just so they remember. <laughs> just so they remember. Yeah, huh? you know, so. Malv, that's love a, the way. So that's, that's, I felt bad, too. You know, I was like, that's just some BS, but fuck it. It's part of the game, you know. Not bad for Phoenix. First place in the West, 48-10, and 9-1 in their last 10, and on a seven-game win streak. Let's talk about the second-best team in the Pacific Division, the Golden State Warriors. Right behind them, 42-17, and 6-4, two-game losing streak, yeah. and... That was a crazy way to lose the game against Denver yesterday, I right? I wish I would have saw that. Monte Morris. I didn't see that last. So that was last second three-pointer to, to win the game. By one. It yeah. Was a one-pointer. Yeah. Not, not a bad week for Stan Kroenke, dude. That's good. Because he owns the Nuggets, and he also owns the Rams. Uh, not bad on him, dude. Damn. So good to be a billionaire. But we'll get there soon with Crypto Mouth. <laughs> Yeah, use promo code MALV20 on Robinhood. <laughs> we'll make it no time, bro. No. Uh, yeah, but good on them. Moving on to Sacramento Kings. They acquired DeMontis Sabonis, <laughs> but they traded away their promising young guard Tyrese Halliburton. Um, I'm going to mention the Bulls right here just because the last game was against the Kings. And DeMar DeRozan, he broke a Will Chamberlain stat right here. Uh, DeMar DeRozan became the first player in NBA history to score 35 or more points. That's seven games? And shoot what? 50% or better in seven straight games. That's crazy. We so, could have had that on our team. Right. Way to be a part of history, Sacramento. <laughs> Uh, yes. Good on them. The Clippers, we mentioned Norman Powell. Uh, they play the Lakers in the coming weeks. And then let's talk about the Lakers. Because up until yesterday, I was really mad at them. <laughs> Congrats on LeBron, though, for passing Kareem. That was incredible. Yeah. I feel like we didn't even talk about that. That, that flew under the radar for it me. It did. No, I, but I think that flew down the, like, flew under the radar for yeah. a lot of people. I think a lot of people weren't really, I feel like it's just the goat hate. No, you no, know, like, yeah. and, and just the insanity of the record itself, because this should have been way bigger, even on like other outlets and stuff. This wasn't that big info. I, you know, like you want to know why too, Malv? Mm. I don't think it was that big because LeBron James missed a free throw at the it, end of that game, uh, and it was a three pointer. He missed one of the free throws. They end up losing the game. Um, I think that's why. Well, and at the same time, it's funny you say that because the big news after that was how Frank Vogel made everybody stay after practice and make twenty five free throws. But, like, that's kind of BS because, like, this is, feels like one of those unattainable uh, fucking records, you know? Like, lo- like same like Curry's record right now. Like, they're continuing. Like, it took 20-plus years for both of them to be broken, and they're continuing the record. The record's still not set. It's, it's set when those two players are out of the game, which we don't even know yet. Yeah, I, I like, so they're only chasing themselves right now, mm-hmm. right? Sponsored by Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, we got so many sponsors today, bro. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, yes, it, it, it was very deflating, though, when AD went down. Shout out to AD, though. There was two ADs there. 
Aaron Donald from the Rams, Rams yeah. and then uh, Anthony Davis from the Lakers. It felt deflating when he went out. It did not look good. Uh, I was like, dang, that's the season. Yeah, that's what I said straight up. And again, it was one of those when he held it again. Like we said this last time when he fell, when he came back from injury. Remember when he just fell? And now that's definitely a thing. Pray for AD. And I want to bring this up. I don't know if you heard about it, but Stephen A. Smith saying to trade AD. And this is on the heels before this injury, before this injury. So does this, him in getting injured again make you mad that the Lakers didn't push for an AD trade? Or or what? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Stephen A. Smith, he's just trying to say that to say that, to break up the Lakers. You don't trade away a proven talent for, for something unproven. Or who, who else would you but get in return? But he's injury prone. Well, That's well, a thing. I will give you that. He is definitely injury prone, so his availability is always going to be in question. But when he's there, very few people can do what AD can. Remember, he was voted a 75 best player of all time. I think it was a little premature. <laughs> yeah. But he still got that. It's an interesting uh, um, take, but I don't see any way of the Lakers contending or doing anything like that without AD. Lakers are all about bigs. And he is one of the best bigs in the league right now. So, no. That's why Stephen A. is not our GM. <laughs> That's why we have Rob Palinker. <laughs> Palinker. <laughs> That's how he says it. That's how Stephen A. says it. Oh, uh, Well, I was with you. Let's go on a thought that you were saying earlier. It's like I was with you, too, when AD fell. It's like, what do you do now? It's like, oh, then this is where you have to mold Westbrook. This is the reason why you got a Westbrook. You know, even though it didn't work, but it's like, Okay, AD is going to be out. You're going to have to kind of carry us within the, I think, at least five games, you know, because the All Star break is this weekend. And he played great. Even Frank Vogel, he played great against the Warriors. He played really good against the Jazz, and nope. they got the victory here. Well, I, I know, like, this is going to sound just so amateurish because, like, I'm not a coach or, like, play on that level at all, but it's like they have to mold him somehow to be like, even though AD's not here, it's like, this is how you need to be used, you know, like, I think Frank Vogel, I think LeBron, they all know that. Like this, use this injury as a blessing in disguise to kind of just nurture whatever Westbrook, like, you know, just to kind of. But I think me and you are getting both to the same type of statement. It's just like, like you said, it's a blessing. Use this time to work on what you know is a problem, right? Like you're having a problem with like Russell Westbrook, like facilitating to two other stars. Right now you don't have another star. You know, that's for sure another two weeks. So, like, use him, build up his confidence because that was other reports we heard throughout the week that he's losing his confidence because we talked about it, fans booing him, (laughs) him being benched, you know, during the fourth, you know, or overtimes. And it's like you kind of make sense. It's like they're trying to give him a lesson, which we talked about. If you didn't have a huge ego, you'd be okay with coming off the bench. But it's still a big problem. And the Lakers only have a a few fucking games to really, really pick it up because now it's looking like you don't want to get bumped out of the play-in situation. I don't think that's going to be the case. The league yeah, we're will make sure. The league. <laughs> we're, we're making an 11-team play-in. Yes, yes, right? Hey, 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 celebrity, celebrity <laughs> team, Lakers. Uh, I think the presence of AD, Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. right there, you, you saw him uh, courtside, you know, definitely gave LeBron a spark. LeBron was taking over in that game in the fourth. It looked oh, yeah, sick. Oh, up. Great defensive play. 33 points or yeah. something like that? Yes, again? yes. Uh, and then the defense, the overall team defense. Malik Monk was a pest. Donovan Mitchell was going off, and they were somehow able to contain him and get the victory. It was a great way to go into the All-Star break, uh, despite the injury. So the Lakers can only build up from here. 
And yeah, that's it. That's it for Pacific Division Talk today, right? Yep. Cool. A couple more things before we go. Let's do the NBA standings. Let's stick with the West. We mentioned Phoenix, number one. Warriors, two. Grizzlies, three. The Jazz, the Mavericks, the Nuggets, the Timberwolves, the Clippers. That's your top eight. And the Lakers right there at nine, 27, and 31. Three and seven in the last ten. Ugh. We got to fix that, though. Uh, In the East, Chicago, back to number one, 38 and 21. Miami right there. Milwaukee, Cleveland, Philly, they're coming. They're all right there, bro. (laughs) Uh, Boston, Toronto, and Brooklyn. As for the weekend predictions or just games to watch, what are you watching, Malv? Three-point contest. Uh, I want to check out the Rising Stars, the game. Uh, Definitely, we're we're going to check the All-Star game itself, itself. Um, and low-key, I haven't checked the celebrity game in a while. I might slip in for, like, the fourth quarter and see how it is. How about you? I like that Clorox tournament, and then I also like the three-point contest. Yeah, those are my those are my main two, and then the actual game itself on Sunday. And that is going to conclude today's episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. Questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And one more thing, follow us on social media, will you? At Malv underscore N underscore Mowgli. We went to the Rams parade, so I have a little story of that on our on our Instagram. So go ahead and check that out if you guys want to. Uh, Mal, final thoughts before we go. Go Team LeBron. Uh, that's all I could say. Uh, everybody responsible, responsible safely, I was about to say. Uh, party responsibly this All-Star weekend, you know. Be safe out there in Cleveland. And thank you for showing up again. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Take care, everybody.